0: Star Wars some by Summit episode 3434, today we're continuing our latest mini-series of looks at Return of the Jedi from a certain point of view, and this particular story we're going to talk about today answers a question that I've had for a while about Return of the Jedi, which is, what happened to the Emperor's Royal Guards after they were dismissed? Like, why didn't they come back and get involved in any of the fighting? Well, now we have an answer for that. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Blevout and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So you remember in Return of the Jedi when there were two of the Emperor's Royal Guards, the guys in the red helmets and the red robes, and the Emperor said, leave us, and dismiss them, and they took off so that way the Emperor and Vader and Luke could have a private confrontation? Well, the story the Emperor's Red Guards is about what happens next, specifically from the point of view of the royal guards and one in particular we get a first person narrative but we don't get the name of that character the other royal guard is talk t-a-u-k and talk is described as being a bit robotic almost droid-like in the black and white way that he views things and his take on the whole situation is the emperor told us to leave the room the emperor didn't give us any contingencies about circumstances under which we should come back unless we were called so we're not going in there no matter what we hear that put me very much in mind of that scene in monty python and the holy grail where the king is leaving his son in the room and tells the guards don't let anybody in and the (laughs) guards are like not to let anybody in until they tell us to and you know there's that whole messed up exchange that happens as a result well yeah ultimately our narrator red guard just lets his instincts get the best of him and even though he has not been instructed to return unless he's called he actually goes back into the room and sees luke dragging darth vader away and darth vader says leave us and so that red guard that royal guard just freezes and is like okay this is weird but i'm supposed to obey vader if the emperor isn't saying anything so i guess i'll let them go The thing that made our narrator actually go to check, though, was the sounds that the two of them were hearing of the confrontation. They actually heard the giant, you know, platform crashing when Vader threw his lightsaber, and then they heard the electricity and the screaming, and then the tenor, of the screaming, changing. And that's ultimately what got our narrator to move after a while and after a little back and forth with talk. Then the back and forth between these two guards is kind of funny in the sense that they are just so incredibly devoted to the Emperor and so convinced of the Emperor's genius and infallibility and they're discussing how cool it would be to be in the room to see what actually is going to happen and they even kind of what if scenarios that ultimately end up being exactly what happens. One of them says, you know, what if the Emperor like goads Luke Skywalker into trying to kill him? We also get a little bit of backstory about how these two particular guards have risen through the ranks that to achieve their position, they had to fight to the death against some other prospective royal guards in a place called the Squall and that they eventually moved up through the ranks of the royal guards themselves to be the personal attendants to power Palpatine. So it is ultimately just crazy when they realize that Palpatine is dead. Our narrator just has his world completely shattered. The other partner guard talk says, well, then let's just go avenge him. And it's just that period paragraph. And they find Luke and Vader at the shuttle. And, you know, we see in the movie with Luke and Vader that, you know, Luke is just, you know, sad when Vader dies and that's it. And then, you know, they're on the shuttle flying away. But before that happens, Luke turns around and the two Royal Guards are there to confront him. And Luke says, run and save yourselves. And one of the Royal Guards, our narrator, realizes that oh, Luke Skywalker didn't turn to the dark side, like initially they were thinking maybe Luke turned and he killed the Emperor and he killed Vader and maybe we should serve Luke now. (laughs) But they realized, no, actually the Emperor utterly and completely failed and Luke won and killed not only the Emperor, but seemingly Darth Vader as well, even though for some strange reason he's dragging the body around which doesn't make sense to the Royal Guards because they don't have the whole piece of the puzzle. Then, while Luke is dragging Vader's body up into the shuttle, our two red guards get into an argument about like, why didn't you stop him? No, why didn't you stop him? And can't you see everything's going to hell? And well, then we've got to avenge him anyway. But like, no, you don't get it. And so they end up getting in a fight themselves and our narrator wins that fight tries to escape but is trapped under falling debris and Luke Skywalker comes to the rescue, uses the force to lift the debris off our narrator and says, you know, get out of here! And the narrator is able to escape and is flying away and mourning for the Emperor, mourning for himself, not sure what he's going to do next. Feels traitorous to even consider the possibility that he might you know, go to the other side, that there is somebody who would even welcome him there. He realizes that Luke Skywalker would actually welcome him into the Rebel Alliance or whatever it is that comes next, and it's just a weird sensation for him. And we end the story with him not necessarily knowing what to do next. It was a cool story. It was an interesting story that filled in a gap in what happens in Return of the Jedi and also kind of begs for a sequel. I hope we get to see what happened next with this character. And yeah, that's what I've got for you on this episode of the podcast. The Emperor's Red Guards is the latest short story in the From a Certain Point of View collection celebrating 40 years of Return of the Jedi that we've been talking about. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, and may the Force be with you